Thank you for listening to this talk produced by the Art Gallery of South Australia. Okay, thank you very much for that uh, kind welcome. Thank you, Lisa, for the introduction as well. It's good to be here today and good to see so many of you um, coming to see the, the lunchtime talk and interested in, in the work. Um, I guess today I'm uh, going to give some insights on Peggy's work just from my um, friendship and uh, with her and uh, as working with her as a colleague and working for Warangari Arts in Kununurra as well. Um, just a little bit, you'll just have to bear with me a bit, I just have a little bit of jet lag, I only got back from China on Sunday and a little bit of a cold too so excuse me if I'm uh, um, kind of lose my way a bit here and there. Um, I guess uh, just to introduce myself, how I became, how I came to be part of this story, I originally um, went to uh, Warangari Arts as part of a jam factory exchange. I had a studio at the jam factory as I'm a ceramist. And um, so I went up there to do workshops and then that just grew and grew. And um, then there was a ceramics project which produced a range of dinnerware and, and um, a whole bunch of sculptural works as well. And um, this is where I came to work with Peggy and also closely with her daughter Jan and the rest of the, the Griffiths family. So it's been a wonderful and amazing experience over the last four years or so. Um, we've also worked on some other projects together such as uh, Desert River Sea for the Art Gallery of Western Australia and now also Tunnandy, this, this major suite of works. Um, the two major painting works, Standing on Country, which you see here, which is uh, an eight metre work um, with uh, natural pigments on arches paper. And um, the other work, uh, that, this work actually maps her country from Jalen Hill to Flying Fox Springs. The big work here, which is 10 metres, um, being in country, maps her country from Wiradlubum Lagoon, which you see over here, the blue, uh, the circular um, image. Um, to Jalalim. And what Peggy said to me was that what she's always intended with this work is that she wanted the audience, she wanted people to be surrounded by her country, so to be immersed in it, to feel what she feels when she's in her country and like kind of the joy of, of actual, um, of the country and the culture and everything uh, that surrounds her. Um, the other work here, which is also uh, the animation work, the story of Dinah Dingle, uh, is a really amazing progression of and, and collaboration with uh, Melbourne animator Bernadette Trench Tiedemann and also her daughter um, Jan as well. So I'll talk a little bit about that down the track. Um, also, the other the other thing is. Um, Feel free to interrupt me and ask any questions along the way if you like. It's, um, I like to have a bit of a conversation on the way, so no worries there. I feel like um, that um, kind of, when we look at these works, we have this feeling of a really soft and beautiful aesthetic. Um, it's subtle, you know, there's subtleties in, this, in these works. And, but underneath this, um, this softness and subtlety is a sharp political message about the past tragedies and the massacres inflicted upon her people, the Mirawong people, and also continuing injustices. Um, 
And I think that um, this really comes out in the animation very strongly. That's, um, you know, this kind of aesthetic that's beautiful and, and the colour's very rich, but it's, um, underneath there's something spiky and sharp and some hidden, hidden danger. So um, she wanted to share this with you as well. I mean, everything, the stories, uh, she wanted to share the feeling of the land with, um, as in her role as a custodian of the, the country. And it also demonstrates all of these, this suite of works, her long-term commitment to her arts practice, her culture and her community. And very importantly, passing on the legacy, the cultural legacy, so that her, she says, so that my children's grandchildren's children know their culture, and that's very important. Um, I'll just read you a slight excerpt from the catalogue. Um, so this is about her, her history. So Peggy Griffiths was born in 1948 on Newry Station near the WANT border to a non-Aboriginal stockman, Frank Moore, and an Aboriginal mother, Dinah Dingle, who's the story's about, and moved repeatedly between pastoral stations around Mirrawong country. She attended school until the age of 15 and then learned she was the promised wife of the now late Mr Griffiths, whom she married when she was 16. She has many fond memories of learning culture, language and ceremony from her old people, but also painful memories of seeing her people forced into slavery, taken away in shackles and chains, and ultimately being forced off their country with the introduction of the pastoral industries, equal wages legislation, and of the continued decimation of Dawang for agriculture and mining. So Dawang is a Mirawang word for home, so home and country, it's kind of all one word really. Um, through all of this adversity, Griffiths and her husband shared a long and meaningful life together as artists, cultural diplomats, ceremonial performers and law bosses critical to the maintenance and transmission of law and culture. So as you can see that passing down the cultural knowledge, these works, this is also not only an exercise in, in, in art, but also an exercise in cultural maintenance and um, of passing knowledge down to the children and grandchildren. So these works, you know, I watched um, this big work here, sort of basically was made day in, day out for four months <laughs> of painting, you know, on an outdoor table. Uh, in, and in, in and out of the studio. So you can imagine that's a fairly hefty task for one person to achieve. So, of course, family, family were involved in painting this as well. So um, Anita Churchill, one of the grandchildren, worked very closely with Peggy on this big painting, of the 10-metre painting, and the 8-metre painting involved um, Kathy and Delaney Griffiths. So... It was an active exercise in bringing the grandchildren into this culture, teaching them about culture. So there's um, much more than just... This is kind of like the final product of that whole process. Um, of course, the animation work uh, was directed by Peggy, but also was created with, you'll see, the, drawn, the drawings and the little flowers in the lagoon... Um, are ceramic pieces done by Jan. So they're all out of Jan's sketchbooks and storybooks. So they've been very skillfully employed into, a, um, into that animation. Um, 
I mean, assisting and observing my role, I guess, in this, this work was as, an, as a supporting arts worker in this particular project. So, um, you know, I see assisting and observing Peggy um, while she works. You always see a quiet determination and a, and a persistence to see it through. And really it was, even the time I was there, quite, you know, got to keep going, got to keep going <laughs> to get this finished. So it's so such a big project. Um, is there any questions so far at all, or anyone? No? Okay. Um, I'd like to just talk a little bit about uh, some of the motifs in the work as well. Um, also, um, the na nature of, um, of the... I mean, I guess a lot of people are interested in the materials too. And um, so this, the paper that this is made from is uh, Archer's paper. So... This roll, this work here is one whole roll of Archer's paper, which is a 10 metre roll. This one here was um, one whole roll less two metres, so an eight metre roll. But essentially that's how um, the, the use of the paper came about, that it was this, uh, we've, we've used Archer's paper a lot in Warangari, um, but, and especially it works very well with the natural pigments. Um, so, but it's an incredible, sorry. Uh, the quality is, it's the best quality paper, as far as I know. It's the highest quality, um, it um, has a, uh, a cotton fibre within it as well, as the, as the paper fibre, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's very well, um, if, any, if it's very, very renowned as, as a, um, as a, very high quality uh, paper. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, and then I was gonna, uh, so some of the motifs, like, are really important. So the, you'll see that there's a repeated pattern, these patterns, the circular, which seem to run through everything in different sort of color combinations and arrays. Um, this is the Spinifex symbol. So the spinifex, as Peggy says about the spinifex, when she sees the grasses move in the wind, she knows that it, it is the spirit of culture moving across the country. So it's a beautiful kind of um, analogy that, you know, looking out over these vast sort of plains of spinifex, that you can see the wind moving through them and the colours changing very subtly. And I think this is what she tries to capture in these in this and also the repetitive pattern, it creates a beautiful um, a kind of a pa like um, a patchwork design that sort of um, is quite hypnotic. Another quote from her grandmother said, she said, to walk faster through the spinifex, keep walking and grow taller. <laughs> um, over here, I'll just... Um, You'll see, it's a bit hard to see from where you are, but um, there's a, a kind of a mass here which is, is a, a kind of a very decorative, stylized pattern of the Dillenbung, which is the bush cucumber, which is one of the bush foods that sustain Mirawong people on the land. So it's very prominent in a lot of her works and she's, there's a section here which is representing that idea of... Um, sustenance from the land and, and, um, and um, the land providing for, for us, for the people. Um, 
you'll also see these little groups of people. And I was actually a bit perplexed uh, for a while about what these little groups of people were. And, and she just simply explained that um, they're really important because they're the ancestors caring for and protecting the country. So you'll see them like dotted strategically through different places on this one. Um, the dotting also around the edges of the hills, which is kind of, you'll see it's quite subtle through here. But the dotting also represents ceremony and her own performance practice, which is really a huge part of her arts practice. Um, uh, in, in traditional Mirawong dance, such as Junbara and, and the Wanga. And um, so uh, if, you, you know, if you ever get a chance to go to Kananara and go to one of the community nights and where everyone will be dancing and it's quite a pretty joyous occasion and dusty and full of music. And, um, but it is a time when the performance culture comes together with... And with um, the painting and just a celebration of the whole art centre. And um, this is this always as is such an integral part of her practice that all that it always feeds into her painting as well. So um, and in terms of the colour as well, I, one of the things that I th one of the, one of the things I think um, is that um, Peggy is an amazing colourist. And like I was just looking, going through a few pictures of photos just before I come to do the talk and I just looked at this one and there was like 20 different containers of slightly different hues of colour, all with a paintbrush in them, you know. And then we, every day we'd take out these trays of paints and she knew, she'd mix them all and she knew them all and she knew which ones to go where and what to do and it was just this... Um, you know, someone who has been so intimately um, connected with her country and observed it and understanding the hues and the colours and being able to, you know, um, mix these colours off maybe out of four different, four different base colours um, and then just keep mixing and mixing and experimenting and playing with colour until she can, um, she can produce these works. So colour is um, really important. And she describes her, her inspiration for colour as I get up early in the morning and I see the morning sunlight and the clouds with their purple edges and also the sunset with its yellow and red. So it's always, she says, the, when she gets up in the morning, that first, the first daybreak, you know, she'll get, be inspired with, with colours for her painted works. Um... I guess um, I'd love to, I'd like to talk about the ceramics and and uh, her um, uh, you know her her she's very, quite an adventurous artist as well so um, they've through the art center they've explored uh, many different mediums um, and she's also she's always wanted to be able to bring bring out the, the motifs and the symbols and the ideas of her two-dimensional work into sculpture. So um, this is some of the works, these two pieces. Um, this one here is um, kind of a sculpture of Jalen Hill, which is a really significant site, um, which is very near her home, her, um, 
on the on the WANT border. And every morning she can get up and she can she can see Jalen Hill. And that's um that's almost like the start of her country, you know? So um the Kulaman here is sort of very significant because it's about um the provision of the way that bush foods were collected and um you will see in there the decoration of the water lilies as well. Uh, so the water lily roots were used as food. And um, if you see the animation, you will know that, that um, Dinah was going down to the, to the lagoon, to Wurlubum, <laughs> to collect the water lily roots. Um, so that was it's a, not only a... Um, a significant form, but it's also uh, represents a collection of bush foods and also that place, that lagoon, where sort of significant events have happened. And and um, so all these ideas are, are kind of have. Um, she's been very interested as an artist in expressing her her um, love of country and her ideas through printmaking, um, through ceramics, textiles as well and um, now animation and uh, so and there's also been public art uh, pieces produced which have been cast in aluminium so there is a real diversity uh, there in terms of her practice. Um, so the ceramic pieces are, are porcelain actually this yeah they're both porcelain pieces and um, the carving and this one represents also the spin effects and the, the shadows in uh, rising up the hillside. So I guess um, in closing, um, and then maybe we can have some questions afterwards if anyone would like to ask a question. Um, I just say that, uh, that I think Peggy's personality is really reflected in these works. Um, she's, she's quiet and softly spoken, but with a great authority and knowledge that commands respect. Um, her life is her culture. And these works come from her intimate knowledge of the country she has walked for her entire lifetime. And um, I think that's probably the, mo the, the most I, how I could sum up best uh, this, this suite of works. So. Yeah, um, if there's any questions, feel free to um, fire away. Here, Peter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, well, these these days it's pretty much tape measure, you know, <laughs> and the, uh, the it's that kind of the the yeah. A traditional way of measurement. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think like a lot of... Um, I, I don't know a lot of Mirawong language, but a, a lot of... I think a lot of Aboriginal language is very contextual about... And, you know, there may have been... I know, for example, in, in Anangu, it's, um, you may have uh, numbers for one, two, three, and then there's many. It just, it's just many, like Juta, you know. So um, uh, Mirawong's probably probably similar to that as well in terms of measurement and you can say oh you know you can say there's many people here I don't know how many people there are here but you know <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> yeah
Yeah, yeah. This is more of a more of a deeper kind of warmer. Um, yeah, I think it's because they've been painted at different times, and I would say that what's what's happened is that the in terms of the priming coat of the paper, which is a kind of a yellow ochre and uh, with a binder. Um, I'd say that there, there's maybe a different mix, like at different times. So, because you can imagine, you can see, you can use like a fair bit of um, a fair bit of priming colour to do something of this size. Uh, I'd say that's probably probably the dif the difference. Yeah, yeah. Good question. I hear. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, they all represent spinifex. Yeah, yeah. As a as a general motif of spinifex covering the land, where there's different plants, there'll be things like jillinbung, which should be quite obviously different. Yeah, yeah. Is there any significance in the arrangement of them in the patterns? Yeah, it's kind of like the the patches of. Um, I guess when you look at the country, you can see like round shapes from a distance, you know, so it's that grouping, yeah, yeah. Um, this, this country is actually on the, on the border of Western Australia and the Northern Territory, going up to the, uh, the West Australian coast, yeah. So um, that's, this is her particular country, but uh, the Ord River is Mirawan country, and the story behind um, the flooding of the Ord, the creation of the Ord Dam was a great dispossession of the Mirawong people because all of their country went underwater pretty much. So, yeah. What did you know about Um, okay, so the papers, the yeah, the whole the whole paper. She she generally would prime the whole paper first. Um, she doesn't really she doesn't really sketch anything in pencil. It's all just straight painting and intuitively um, going from memory of of country. Yeah. Well, it was pretty interesting actually, because that's you know, because it's like this so big, and um, I think um, yeah, with this one uh, there was a lot done from one end, and then some other important things had to be put into the other end. So then they had to be rolled up and then unrolled and taken out, and then some things done up this end, and then all of a sudden there was a big gap in the middle, and you know, it's like. <laughs> This is how it goes. <laughs> yeah. From a curating point of view, was she imagining that this was how they would be curating? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not a curator. I'm, I'm, I'm just a uh, colleague and installer. But, <laughs> but um, uh, well, she... Um, she, she had an overall vision of um, how she wanted this work to be seen by people and that was expressed as, I want people to be surrounded by my country. And of course, um, everything else after that 
is in terms like a, a, a negotiation to try and achieve that outcome within perhaps the context of the gallery exhibition. Um, also, um, what's possible with pieces of paper this length, especially something like this, which is, which is hung and mounted, has to be mounted. So, for instance, this, this piece here is, is attached to a curved wall by magnets. There's no holes in it. So there's, there's uh, different uh, parts of the painting. There's Japanese rice paper sacks um, attached, which a magnet is slid into. There's a metal track running behind it. And then it's like click, 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 click. So, so they're the kind of technical intricacies that, um, that, that are involved in actually managing a work like this. So there is a, it's, it's very interesting, the process of sort of um, delivery of the work, you know, from that point of conceptual idea to the actual um, presentation in the gallery, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's right, yeah. And she was very happy with this presentation. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, she was here. Yeah, we actually did another talk together in, in this space, like right where I am, on the, uh, over the Tarnandi weekend. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, in 2000, the end of 2016, but probably 2017 properly. Oh, these ceramics, you mean? These particular ones? Uh, uh, her, as a ceramic practice, as her starting her ceramic practice, it would have been about four years ago when I started going up, because I've been her mentor in terms of ceramics and um, skills, you know. Um, and uh, these particular ones um, were made, that one was made pretty recently actually, um, to make sure there was a good enough version for this show. Uh, this one uh, probably about a year ago, I think. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> This one here? Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a Jillenbung too, a bush cucumber. Yeah, similar to this one over here, yeah. So bush cucumber was a plant that sustained Mirawong people uh, on the land as a bush food. Hmm, okay. <laughs> All right, well, um, that's all. Thank you very much.